Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 8th of July of the year 2020, exactly two days after the 6th of July and four days before the 12th of July. Your guest today on the podcast is celebrity dick deflector and self-help guru, Tiff Stevenson. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Hi. Thank you for calling me a guru. It's high time. (laughs) Well, coming up today, our top story will be a social media platform tour, and our tour guide will be the eminent Tiff Stevenson. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. And in the news today, it's always nice when the news becomes the news for a reason other than a sex scandal. The glitch in the space-time continuum that has been coming out of the last post email address has been confirmed by scientists and our administrative staff as a passage into an alternate universe. We have begun negotiations behind the scene and will keep you updated as to what that universe might look like and whether we can achieve two-way communication and find out what's going on over there. Uh, Tiff, have you been following this story about the, uh, the glitch in the space-time continuum? No, I haven't, but it would explain a lot of the stuff that's been going wrong with my life. <laughs> well, since the 1st of January this year, we've been uh, receiving reports that there's something going very wrong with the last post email inbox. And uh, it turns out that, in fact, it is a glitch in the space-time continuum. You'd have thought it was something to do with the program, but uh, it's actual legit space-time continuum warp. I'm very excited to see what happens next. That's also why I haven't paid my council tax bill yet. <laughs> I think due to that same glitch. <laughs> Does that hold up in a court of law? Just asking. I am almost certain not, but I'm, I'm very excited about the idea of an alternate universe and I wonder what it looks like. 
Meanwhile, and not unrelatedly, a conglomerate of international scientists have come out in a recent internationally streamed Zoom conference to say that quantum physics is still mind-bendingly weird after months of talks. While many scientists disagree even on widely held consensuses like climate change or whether women are good, every scientist in the world has signed a paper agreeing that quantum physics is a mind f- and anyone who pretends to actually understand it is either lying or a space worm. And in competitive Coney Island hot dog eating news, Californian Joey Jaws Chestnut has won the men's division for the 13th time eating 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. But without a crowd, he says he feels unsettlingly like what he just did was less of an achievement and more a terrible thing that nobody should do to their body, to the very idea of nutrition or in the face of the concept of world hunger. We don't have a shitting competition, Mr Chestnut said, wonderingly staring into the middle distance. Mr Chestnut's statements were violently refuted by Mr Tango, the instigator of the world's first competitive shitting competition. (laughs) That was more a cry for help. If there's no one there and you're doing a hot dog eating competition, it's more of a cry for help, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a cry for help from the hot dogs, I imagine. (laughs) That's all the time we have for the headlines of news stories that we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now because you can't be what you can't buy. Are you the sassy best friend in the midst of an 80s prom night showdown when Brad, the insensitive jock who's humiliated you, goes to interfere with the romantic moment of your best friend and his teen crush, Sandra, the head of the cheerleading team with a heart of gold? You want to shame Brad so he can no longer exercise the power of his muscled charisma over the suggestible minds of your weirdly old-looking-for-16-year-old cohort. Try humbling Brad by deliberately spilling half a glass of water down the front of his pants so it looks like he's wet himself. Brad the jock will never regain the respect of his peers after this one moment of public ridicule. He'll spend the rest of his life meditating on the fickleness of fame and probably be a better person for it. And though in this moment he believes he will never forgive you, one day you'll look back on it together and laugh. Half a glass of water, the sassy best friend's best friend. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. And that's your ad section for today. The Last Post. Now it's time for your top story. Your top story today is a social media platform tour. With the proliferation of social media platforms, particularly in lockdown, it's becoming a maze that is difficult to negotiate. Tiff Stevenson, you're our social media platform correspondent. Uh, What's going on in the world of social media platforms right now? I'm the platform correspondent. I'm the no platform correspondent. I'm the wearing (laughs) platforms correspondent. (laughs) 
Um, yes, social media news. Well, the great cancellation wars of 2020 are still raging. Cancel culture has tried to cancel itself and failed um, <laughs> as it's still going. I think Twitter is due to become self-aware at any point now, like Skynet, and appear naked in Silicon Valley searching for Jack Dorsey. <laughs> Peering in Silicon Valley going... I need your clothes, your boots, and your Uber login code. <laughs> yeah, I would. I like the idea of Twitter. It? Just yeah, it was worth it. A naked, a naked little Tweety Bird. That's how it appears in an orb, <laughs> <laughs> asking for Uber codes, uh, searching for Jack Dorsey, and uh, like the the T one thousand, it has the ability to shapeshift into any user of Twitter that ever existed. So oh, that no. is a terrifying, that's a terrifying future. So um, mostly just an egg then? Mostly just an egg or a flag or a football top. <laughs> <laughs> it has the ability to change into those three forms <laughs> till it finds Jack Dorsey and kills him. And then we are in the rise of the social media rather than the rise <laughs> of the machines. I've tried to sign up for Parlour, but it asked for my allegiances, then said my phone would burn up after reading it like in Mission Impossible. <laughs> Uh, I'm joking. I haven't. I haven't tried to sign up, but I have seen it described as the Fox News of apps. So I've sort of just left it. Um, oh. But I did finally break and join TikTok. So which country owns my data now? Is it China? China. I think it's China. I think I feel like my grand must have felt when I handed her my Tamagotchi, just upset and confused. I'm trying to f- navigate my way around it, but I, having been on there, I do think that this app is causing teenagers to have too much confidence in their terrible (laughs) dance routines, in their ability to lip sync um, and think it's entertaining. So, yeah. Well, uh, little do they know that the TikTok is a new TikTok every day. You think it's called TikTok every day, but it's actually a new TikTok and each TikTok is counting down to the end of time. (laughs) Like a big clock, a doomsday clock of TikTok. Um, uh well also i can tell you that on uh tiktok there's somebody come get her she's dancing like a stripper meme is still going strong do you know this meme somebody come get her she dancing like a stripper um it's a little song that's the song saying it more slowly in an american accent doesn't (laughs) (laughs) well i was singing it for you just in case you recognize the tune if not the lyrics Somebody come get her. She dancing like a stripper. So um, it's a little, it's a little bit of singing that has been applied to various clips of things like cats shuffling across carpets because they look like they're dancing like strippers. And the one that I saw most recently had someone had painted Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers on their nose with the butt sort of facing outwards, and then they'd stuck a pencil up their nose to wiggle it about to look like she was booty dancing to somebody come get her which was very funny but in no way an actual life skill <laughs> I mean look uh, most of the strippers I've known have been way better dancers than I am so I can't critique this meme <laughs> but um yeah so but it was funny to see someone stick a pencil up their nose and then pretend their nose was a butt and make it dance I just don't know what you're going to do with it in actual life you know it's not a skill that you can use anywhere else. But isn't that most of social media? Just pointless detritus in the floating waste that is lockdown life. <sighs> I can always count on you, Tiff, to bring a, a breath of fresh, positive air into this <laughs> hallowed podcast. <laughs> the bleak winds of Tiff. 
<laughs> I think uh, Paul would call them something other than bleak, my wins, <laughs> but we'll leave that there. It's a family show. It is a family show. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for your top story for today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and sidekick du jour, that's you today, Tiff. Oh, it's French. It's French me. Uh-huh. You're French, you. Uh, what happened to episode 187? When I did not see it in my podcast feed this morning, I feared you might have been abducted by the octopus tribes of New New Zealand. Again, this like relentless vilification of the octopus tribes of New New Zealand is a... It's a shameful thing. We have, as so far, heard nothing bad about them. Uh, to be fair, we've only heard vaguely sinister things, but so far I'm, I'm willing to reserve judgment because there is no proof. Uh, I envisioned a predicament like that of female in a 1930s space opera. Once I saw that episode 188 had been released, I realized this could not be the case. Have you been shanghaied by Bob the Sentient Trash Island to help him with his presidential campaign, whereas episode 187, is it like the tale of the giant rat of Sumatra, a tale for which the world is not yet ready? Regards and good luck to you, Christopher. Danny. Uh, thank you for this letter, Danny. And this is not, not a wildly stupid letter because I'm assuming... Tiff, this is very exciting. I'm assuming this is a letter that has come from the alternate universe. Ah, right. Okay. So uh, was... here in in this universe, in the real world, obviously 187 uh, came out as usual, was nominated for a Walkley Award, went out on all the terrestrial radio stations, as it usually does in its syndicated release, appeared on, you know, uh, morning television and, you know, I did the general tour. So that was a very normal episode that definitely appeared in this universe. But uh, apparently uh, it, it was not present, episode 187, in this alternate universe. So I'm excited to find out uh, what happens next on that is it the is it a leap year in the alter, alternate universe? Yes, yeah. Okay. What about the crack in the space-time continuum? Well, I look, I don't know what the crack in the space-time continuum is. I'm not sure if I should be looking at it straight on or if that's rude to the crack in the space-time continuum. <laughs> is it a crack? I'm still figuring this out. Is it out. a crack? Is it a split? <laughs> is it a glitch oh it was a glitch it was a they all sound rude i'm not gonna lie they all sound <laughs> yeah. too sexual for the space-time continuum <laughs> i mean glitch has never sounded sexy to me before but now in your mouth the euphonious syllables <laughs> ring through to the core of my being <laughs> Uh, thank you for sending your letter in, Danny. Remember, you too can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year, presuming you're in the right dimension, and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Subscribe to get a new version of this podcast every day and go to the feed to see all the old versions stretching back in time. Your guest today on the podcast was Tiff Stevenson. Tiff, have you got anything to plug? Sure. Why don't you watch my show on Next Up on the 18th of July? I shall be doing an hour of something. Who knows what? It could be an old show. I might do a new show. You know, I don't know how many of the old jokes are relevant now in this lockdown world that's easing slowly, excruciatingly and painfully with all the aspects of society coming back <laughs> apart from me being able to do my job. So, you know, it'll be upbeat. <laughs> um, 
It'll be upbeat. It'll be it'll be that uh, wind of positivity that we yes. like. The bleak wind of po- TIFF positivity. If you did enjoy TIFF on today's episode, you can go back to episode 151 or 154 to hear more of her brilliant work. Thank you for listening. The last post is a something else Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. Uh, the next up comedy series that Tiff is doing, I will also be doing on the 23rd of July. So look at that up. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter, as they and we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse! I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.